It is when we are in transition that we are most completely alive. That quote is from the author William Bridges, and I just love it. Whether you have transitioned from being single to married, from being a married woman to now becoming a mother, whether you've transitioned from having a baby to a toddler to a preschooler, whether you've transitioned into sending your children to school or making that decision to homeschool, you have gone through many transitions in your life. And sometimes those transitions can be hard. And so today we're going to talk about homeschooling, raising your children through transitions. This is Raising Mums, the podcast that raises up Muslim mums like you so that you can raise your children well. And here's your host, Dr. Gemma. This week has been a difficult one for my family. We lost our cat at the beginning of the week. A dear little old Stitch, any of you who follow me on Instagram will know Stitch the cat. Well, he passed away after being with us for 15 years and he was a cool cat. (laughs) He was more like a puppy. He always wanted to sit on your lap. He was always scrounging for food. Uh, He was a character and we are going to miss him. And so he passed away on Monday, out of the blue, to be honest. There was no illness that was obvious. We just found him in his usual spot where he sleeps. But this time he had passed on. And it was difficult for my kids. They all dealt with that loss in their own way. One of the boys just spent most of the time telling jokes. (laughs) One of the boys wanted to get busy and do something to help. So he actually dug or helped to dig the grave in the garden. Uh, And my daughter, she periodically just burst into tears. She kept crying. Um, And we just let them. We let them express their grief and deal with those emotions however they felt they needed to. And we did a little janaza at the the bottom of the garden for the cat. and, And we buried him and gave him a good sending off. And that helped, I think, with that transition from being a family who have a cat to a family who do not. And Deer Stitch saw me transition through a lot of different stages in my life too. He was with me when I was newly married and he saw me transition into that role. He was with me when I was a student in university. He was with me when I took my first job. He was with me when I became a mother for the first time. And he saw all the children grow. He was with me with so many transitions in my life and my children's life. He was a constant, really, in our lives. And so we will, we will miss him. That quote I read at the beginning by William Bridges, that when we are in transition, that is when we feel most completely alive. There's so much truth in that. Because when we are in transition, when we're experiencing changes... That is when we remember. That is when we remember our place in this world. That is when we remember death. That is when we remember Allah. Remembrance, as Imam al-Haddad says in the Book of Assistance, is 
the pillar of the path, the key to realization, the weapon of the seekers and the unfolding of sainthood. Now, whilst losing a cat might not immediately lead to uh, sainthood for me, I do recognise the good in it. I do recognise that this small thing that's happened in my life, which may seem insignificant to many of you listening, did help me to remember my place in this world and how temporary it is. It helped me remember death. It helped me to remember God. And personally, all those transitions that I've been in, that I've experienced, the big ones like moving house, like having a baby, dealing with sickness, dealing with that awful pandemic and all the lockdowns that followed, all those big changes that we experienced, those were reminders for me. And I know they were for many of you. And I learned some very big lessons in those times in my life that I want to share with you. Nobody likes change. Okay, that's not true. But we can all agree that nobody likes unexpected change. And what do we do when we're faced with unexpected change? We resist it. We resist changing our homeschool curriculum when we are feeling pregnant or really tired. We resist getting help in the house or with teaching the kids when a family member gets sick and we're called away to help them. We resist intentionally making changes to our daily routine when we're potty training the toddler. We resist because we are under the false belief that if we push back, if we can just persevere and and endure it a little bit longer, then somehow we'll stop that change from happening or we'll at least stop it having an impact on our lives. And does it ever work? No, you do end up changing your homeschool curriculum when you're super tired because you're pregnant. You do end up, in the end, getting help when someone gets sick and your priorities have to shift a little bit. And you do have to make changes when you're potty training your toddler. But we put up so much resistance to that change. It's like trying to get into your house when you've lost your keys. You can push and shove and and try and burst through your front door, but it's never going to happen. You can waste all your time and your energy trying to break down the door, but you've lost your keys. You have experienced a change that is going to have an impact on how you get into your house. So instead of trying to break down your front door, accept the fact that your keys are lost and go round the back and climb through the window. call your neighbour, call a friend to help you get in. Don't waste your time and energy doing what you've always done because you believe it's the only way. So does resistance prevent that change from happening? No. Does it help you in any way to resist? No. It's harmful, in fact. Instead of resisting, you know what does help? Instead of pushing back, or just trying to endure it a little bit longer in the hopes that things will go back to the way they were? Do you know what's really helpful? Instead of resisting, you should surrender. You should just submit to this change and accept the inevitable. And this idea of submission is integral 
to our faith as Muslims, Islam comes from the word aslama, meaning to submit. There are other definitions of it, but that is one of them, to submit, to submit to the will of Allah. One of the biggest takeaways for me from all the time we moved house and all the kids I've had is that, yes, it is good to make plans. It's really good to make plans, but hold them loosely. Don't cling to those plans so tightly that you cause yourself more stress and anxiety than you need to. Plans are helpful. Plans are a fantastic way to improve your productivity. They're a fantastic way to maintain consistency in your home. You guys know I'm a big planner, but hold those plans loosely because there are times, especially during times of transition, where you just have to surrender to life, surrender to the unfolding and surrender to whatever Allah has planned for you. If you fight and try to keep those old routines, if you try to burst down your front door with your bare hands, you do nothing but burn yourself out with unnecessary stress. So when we moved house, I was desperately trying to do something with the children, desperately wanted to maintain their homeschooling experience in some way, but it was impossible for me to do all the things we used to do when half of our books were in boxes and our days were in a big upheaval. We ha I had to surrender to the day. And right now I have a toddler. We have transitioned from a baby, from a baby to being a toddler. And there are certain things I've just had to let go of. I've had to let go of long read aloud sessions with the kids because my toddler is not gonna let that happen. I've had to let go of certain outings and trips that we might have taken without him because he wouldn't be able to, to cope with those kind of trips. And I've surrendered to it because I know, I know that there's good in all of this. That whilst I may have plans, Allah is the best of planners. And I know that he has great plans for me and my family. And in the Hadith Qudsi, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said that Allah said, I am what my servant believes me to be. And I believe, and I know you believe, that Allah wants the best for you. So if you're in a moment right now, if you're in a point in your life where life is chaos, you're moving house, you've just had a baby, you're not well, maybe someone in your family is not well and that's changing your routine, just know that Allah has plans for you. He knows that which you do not know. Surrender to it. And let's pause here for a quick ad break. Have you decided you'd like to start homeschooling your children, but you are uncertain how to start? Instead of going to Google or Facebook to look for all the answers, head over to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook where you can get your hands on a free copy of my ebook home education what you need to know to get started this simple beginner's guide will walk you through all those areas that are preventing you from starting your homeschooling journey 
This includes questions about how to deal with local authorities, questions about curriculum, how to meet other homeschooling families, what exams do your children need to take, and what about homeschooling children of multiple ages and juggling work at the same time. If any of that sounds interesting to you, then head over to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook to get your free copy of your ebook today, ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook. William Bridges, he wrote in one of his books about transition that there are actually three stages to it. The first stage is that initial phase where you are ending, where you feel like you're losing something, where you have to let go. And you might experience fear, sadness, anger, frustration, or a real sense of loss. And then the second stage is that neutral zone. And this is probably the hardest time. It's the time where there's uncertainty, where you feel confused or maybe even impatient to find a resolution. And then finally, the last stage is the new beginning, where you accept this change, you accept what is to come. You find new energy and an openness to learn and you embrace that change. So if right now you are experiencing a big change in your life and you're trying to maintain your homeschooling, you're trying to maintain your household and the way it runs, where do you fit in those three stages? Are you in the first stage of just trying to let go of what was? Are you in that neutral stage in the middle where there's so much uncertainty? Or are you at the final stage where you are beginning to accept and look forward to a new beginning. I think knowing that there are three distinct stages is really helpful. And I hope that it gives you comfort knowing that the feelings you're experiencing right now are not all there is, that they will progress and things will get better. A really simple example of this is when I first began homeschooling my kids, I went through these three, three stages. When I first started, I decided that I wanted to try the classical model, as I understood it back then, which was getting hold of a book called The Well-Trained Mind. It's a great book. It's got fantastic book recommendations in it, but it didn't work for my family. For various reasons, which I've spoken about before, it just wasn't a good fit for us. And so I realised that I had to let go of it. I had to end that part of our homeschooling journey, even though I had been so keen to go that route. So I went through that first stage of, of sadness, feeling frustrated, a little bit fearful of what was to come. And then I reached a neutral zone, a really uncertain time where I was honestly trying a lot of different things. We tried a bit of Montessori. I read up on project-based learning. I tried all different manner of things. And it was a time of a lot of impatience on my part. I, I wanted to find something that worked. Um, I wanted to, to move on with our homeschooling journey. Until finally, I stumbled across the Charlotte Mason method, the Charlotte Mason philosophy. And it wasn't love at first sight <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. It took some getting my head around. But finally, we had reached something that I could see a future in for our family. 
I saw this and accepted it open-heartedly as a possibility of, of where to go, of, of a direction to move into. And I haven't looked back ever since. If we hadn't have had that initial difficulty of things not working out to begin with, we would never have discovered the beautiful and wonderful life and education that the Charlotte Mason philosophy offers. If I had held on to those plans I had initially to use the well-trained mind, if I'd have held on to those plans so tightly, I would have never discovered the beauty of the Charlotte Mason approach. And I would have spent much longer in stress. I would have probably damaged my relationship with my son. Perhaps I would have given up on homeschooling altogether. When I let go of the classical approach, I did not know what we were going to do next. But I had to trust in the process. I had to trust in Allah that something would unfold, that something would reveal itself. And Alhamdulillah, it did. And you know what? It always does. I believe that wholeheartedly. And life changes. They don't just affect you as a mother. You know that. In fact, you probably know that really well. You're probably really worried about the impact that those changes have on your kids. And having gone through a fair few uh, changes, transitions in my life, I can tell you that really the main things that help kids get through these difficult, challenging times is that you acknowledge the way they feel without judging it or trying to fix it. You just acknowledge it. Like when the cat died and one of my kids just wanted to crack jokes and the other one wanted to do something with his hands and the other child wanted to cry. I didn't try to stop them doing those things. I didn't try to justify why they should do something else or or pass any kind of judgment. I just let them be. And I think that's really valuable for children to know that the way they feel, the things they think are valid. And likewise, when you're going through any kind of transition in life, it's good to always, for the children to just know that they can come and talk to you. And that will be different. How you deal with that with each of your kids will be different. But just keeping those doors to communication open. So before we wrap up, let's read out a review that was left on my YouTube channel by Sophie. I know Sophie from Instagram. She has an account called Our Journey at Home. Uh, but she left this review on my YouTube channel. She said, Assalamu alaikum. This is definitely my go-to podcast to listen to when I am in a homeschool slump. As I was moaning to my husband about various difficulties in my day, he mentioned, why don't you listen to one of your homeschool sisters for inspiration? Subhanallah, even he recognises how much it has helped me. Jazakallah khair, Gemma. Well, thank you so much, Sophie, for that review. Uh, that really made me smile. And thank you to your husband as well. Whatever changes and transitions you and your family are experiencing right now, I really hope that you have hope. As Emily Dickinson wrote, Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. These changes may just be the start of a new beginning, a new path unfolding for you and your family. Trust 
that Allah has great plans for you and your children. And this is not the end. It is a new beginning. Now, don't forget to pick up your free copy of my ebook, Home Education, What You Need to Know to Get Started. You can get that at ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today. Have a beautiful week. Assalamu alaikum.